A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name is. It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast. Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your hosts, KJ and Ali Osatian. Hey Ali, what's up? Feeling the, feeling the WrestleMania hangover, mate. You know, it's, it's weird. I thought we wouldn't have it this year since we're not there. It's weird. It's It feels like WrestleMania was so long ago, but it also seems like it was really recent as well. I mm-hmm. feel like yeah. everything builds up to to that, that two-night event, and then after, it's you're on a come down. You're definitely on a come down. It's, it's like you're like buzzing for like this holiday, and you're like, Oh my god, I'm I'm going on holiday or I'm going to this event or whatever, and then you go and you have the best time, and then you get home, you open your front door, your house smells a little bit stale, you've not got any milk in the fridge, and you want a cup of tea, <laughs> and you look around and you're like, oh, that was fun. I feel I feel sad now. <laughs> I mean, if you were if you were here, you you'd probably find a place because. This stuff stays open to 24, 24 hours a day sometimes. So we, Whoa, we 24 yeah. hours a day. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> if you go to a petrol station, which there are plenty of, there's tw- I live in a fucking city. Everything's 24 hours. What? You have shops that are open 24 hours a yeah, day. Yeah, Of course we do. Like what? A pub? No, like this. <laughs> not in Scotland. Pubs close. <laughs> pubs not open 24 hours. We've got supermarkets, petrol stations. Pretty sure there's like a kebab house that's open 24 hours a day. McDonald's <laughs> is open 24 hours a day. It's, it's a fucking metropolitan city, babe. That's so fucking weird because when I was living in London, for me, the first week I was there, I was so used to the lifestyle here. I, I remember at like 10 p.m. I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to order something to eat. And there was everything was shut. I was like, what the fuck is this? And my well, friend's like, yeah, after, by the way. After 10 o'clock, the choices for delivery do reduce. Like, they're not as... Uh-huh. It's like kebab shops and stuff. But you can get food right. till about 1 a.m., I would say. Like, Over like here. Takeaway food. N- not a lot of places, though, right? Over here, mm-hmm. the big places, like your KFC, McDonald's, uh, Hardee's. We have Hardee's here, which is like uh, Carl's Jr. In do they have the, the meats? Is that one? That one? No, that's Arby's. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there's a Hardee's. Um, And then, what else? There's a bunch of stuff. And uh, Texas chicken, which is church chicken. Uh, Yeah, it's it's all open. I will say this, though. In in England, though, uh, where my girlfriend's family are from, their supermarkets do close early on a Sunday. 
Um, so, yeah. And then a lot of places don't open on a Sunday, but in Glasgow, most places open on a Sunday. So over here, things are the opposite. Things stay open longer on weekends because people are out and about and they're... That, that, that never made sense to me that places close on Sunday a bit earlier because that that's the day everyone's out, you know? So yeah. it's a bit it's, weird. It's wild. In Singapore, everywhere was always open, like like UAE, very similar in that respect. I've been telling you, come live here. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be happy. You're, it's gonna be hot, but you know you're gonna like it. The lifestyle for sure. You're built for this place. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been telling you, you need to come here. <laughs> you do. I still owe you your birthday present, which well, I haven't forgotten. Almost two years now. <laughs> well, one year, one yeah. year. Right. I didn't, okay. didn't give you last year, but yeah. I still have it. I when are you coming to yeah. Scotland to visit your land? I need to go, yeah. In Kilnish and and Glencoe. Kilnish and Glencoe, the Lord. You haven't been called yeah. you Lord for a while, have we? No, no, we haven't. I've, ever since I've become commissioner, Lord Commissioner KJ. That's what, that's what, that's a ring to it. You long need to ring, bring up the fact that you're a Lord in a promo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you oh, got your certificate? You could like show out on the big I've, screen. I've got the motherfucking <laughs> card in my wallet, Ollie. Yeah. So if anyone next acts you up, get, next time you get a British guy over, like you can be like, "I'm your lord," and like can you have a whole. Thing? I mean, <laughs> our next show we have uh, Trent Seven. Oh, perfect. Trent Seven's on our next. Show. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, Mustache Mountain. The mountains on my land because I'm yeah, the lord of my land. I'm the fucking lord, bitch. Yeah, that's my mountain. Mustache Mountain, motherfucker! No, I'm gonna say. I text, I text Wolfgang, and I was like, "Hey, your pal's coming here." He's like, "Oh, he's lovely, lovely guy." So I was like, "Yeah, they, you all are. All of you motherfuckers are so nice." He's vegan. Oh, that's right. I yeah. mean, as is Shaheen. Shaheen's oh, vegan as well. So God. yeah, fucking what Shaheen. Prick. I hate that Shaheen. Um, but yeah, uh, Ali, how's we, your <laughs> I wanna. Uh, I mean, you can see my neck. You know, yeah. no one can see, but they'll see. They'll see, they'll see. on they'll my see. socials when. Is it this when weekend? When is it? Twenty ninth. So 29th. Okay. yeah, we still have about two weeks, so a little more. But Ollie, uh, we've got so much to talk about. So much yeah, wrestling. The worst Monday Night Raw in the history of Raw. The, apparently, 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 yeah. Um, I I think we should just like jump into it, Ollie. Let's let's put thirty minutes on that clock. Tick. Talk. TikTok boys. Worst Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania in history. Agree or disagree, Ali? Disagree. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I, I really know. enjoyed the first hour of talking. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, and, and I think I know why. There's a lot of people that watch wrestling for wrestling. I'm watching it for storylines. So for me, if Triple H is quote-unquote rambling on for 20 minutes, I don't see Triple H on my TV that Look, often. I love Triple KJ, H. KJ, let me just say, I have just watched, right, last week when I watched Raw, I had just watched, say, eight hours of WrestleMania and three hours of it or two and a half hours of NXT and SmackDown and I guess the Monday, I am wrestled out, man. I don't want to see any mm-hmm. more wrestling. I just want to see the the hang, like the what what's the next direction after all the big matches. Like, let's do a wee 
like do you know what i mean like a wee reset or whatever or or like just a follow-up like so triple h coming out and being like oh that's we're not going anywhere give the give the pep rally speech i i was buzzed for it it let's let's be fair let's be fair triple h came out to do damage control right like that's that's literally what he was there for. yeah you got it people are like really pissed off that look not not everyone's a bit different Cody Rhodes, you know, lost and people were upset about it. So Triple H comes out because people don't see Triple H that often. And and he just like calmed he things also, down. He, you can tell he wanted a round of applause for WrestleMania. Like he wanted he wanted to be cheered. Hey, fucking give it to him, man. Uh, WrestleMania is great. I loved it. It was. And, and I think Triple H needs, he deserves his flowers, right? Everyone, the, I, I feel so bad because Triple H only gets like praise when he's compared to Vince McMahon. And when Vince McMahon fucks things up, people are like, oh, Triple H is so much better. Triple H is so much better. But you're, you're not complimenting him when he's doing good things. The Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens storyline that, you know, credit to Vince, started under Vince, went under Triple H, and Triple H fucking flourished with oh, it. You know? it, it was went, fucking amazing. Triple H turned it into something magnificent. Like, yeah. No, I'd say Triple H is a great, he's, he's a good booker. Um, He's way better than Vince McMahon. If Vince McMahon booked Raw... I feel like the internet just wanted to complain because Vince McMahon was back and he's got a mustache. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, literally, yeah. Okay, like, Raw, the, the first hour was commercial free. You got Triple H coming out. You got Roman Reigns coming out. You got the whole Brock Lesnar tease. I was absolutely buzzing when it was like, Brock Lesnar's going to wrestle? I had no idea he was going to turn. I thought they were going to have a tag match. I even put it mm-hmm. in, like, a group chat. Was it in our group chat? I put in, yeah. oh my god, Brock's wrestling on TV. This is amazing. He has, he's ne- he hasn't wrestled on TV since he came back from the UFC. Like, once. Yeah. He's they've teased well, it a few times. Smackdown. Brock. No, he didn't. When he, when he crushed Kofi Kingston, that was a Smackdown. Oh, okay. He, he, he did yeah. one move. 13 seconds. But yeah, <laughs> I digress. But you know what I mean? He's not had a match. So I like that. I like that they kept the, the big stars till the end. They got a massive rating. So, so this there's is a what lot of stuff me, like right? throughout the show that was really like inconsequential. But is everyone just chasing that raw after Mania where Dolph Ziggler cashed in? Is that the feeling? Because yeah, for a short time, for like four or five years, the raw after Mania was this big thing. But see now, see now that WrestleMania is two nights, and you've got SmackDown mm-hmm. on the Friday. Like when when Raw after Mania was good, SmackDown was on the Tuesday, so it was like after raw right whereas now yeah. you've got you've got the you, you've got the big week you have a smackdown nxt wrestlemania night one wrestlemania night two when you get to raw you're gupped whereas previously yeah. it was like it was like uh hall of fame NXT. was on the saturday and nxt was on the saturday and then it was wrestlemania and then it was raw and so you were there was still stuff to happen on raw but now you get to raw and yeah. it's like it's it's different. The past like three or four years, the Raw After Mania hasn't been that great. I thought this was better than last year's Raw After Mania. Last year's Raw After Mania was so fucking boring. Last year's Raw After Mania, I don't even remember. Um, and we were El- there. Ezekiel debuted. That was the big moment. Yeah. Oh my god. That was it. Ezekiel. De- I I remember where the we were dark sad. match had Kevin Owens in it. <laughs> that was the big moment. Yeah. I remember. I remember. All actually uh, very, you know, like um, egotistical of me. But all I remember is that I started that one Cody Rhodes chant, and and that's that's all I remember from from that night of of Monday Night Raw. 
And we yeah. were there. We were, we were there, there and, yeah. and, and live were, and present. Yeah. For three, three double vodkas and Diet Coke, it was $110. But that's what I remember. Mm. <laughs> Disgusting. But last year, right? Listeners, go back, watch, or even go back and read the results of what happened last year's Raw After Mania and then what happened this year's Raw After Mania. I guarantee you, you'll be like, oh yeah, last year's Raw After Mania was way shit out of last year's because now I'm starting to re- recollect some things and I remember uh, sweet Jen Jen was talking to some guy sitting in front of her and this guy and she was so she was just being Jen you know sweet Jen talking to whoever's around her and this guy was like oh my god I'm, I've, I'm this gonna guy marry was in this love. girl he was smitten yeah. that was more <laughs> entertaining was than yeah. the show <laughs> Yeah, that's it really what was. I, remember. I don't remember what happened on Raw. I remember Roman Reigns came out, and I was like, "If the Rock comes out, I'm going to lose it. If the Rock comes out, I'm going to lose it." And he never came out, and I was like, "All right, no need to lose it then." So yeah, to, Raw after Mania last year was worse. Uh, this year, uh, there was a picture of Brock Lesnar's being photoshopped with Vince's head on it, photoshopped into our group, uh, and I saw that <laughs> before I watched Raw, and and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I didn't I didn't anticipate Brock coming out to help Cody, but then when he did, I I sort of could tell that oh fuck he's gonna turn on him. Look, That's we got we got fingers. like the Bad Bunny angle. You've like to us Bad Bunny's sure. no one, but Bad Bunny's like the number one artist in the world. Like he is so famous, he is so yeah. famous, and he's shooting an angle with Dominic Mysterio, and he got put through a table. That's massive. Did that happen last year? No. No, no. This, we got, this we got the, we got the tag team champions. We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out and had a banger of a match against the Street Profits. Did we get that last year? No. It was brilliant. They celebrated in the ring. It was great. Like, I mean, again, I don't see why I, this is the shittest Raw of all time. I don't get it. <laughs> it was, I, I don't know. People just, it's, it's, it's recency bias, right? Everyone just wants to complain uh and and talk about whatever the fuck it is but it's i remember last year cody so i've, I've got pulled up so cody Rhodes came out well, addressed, one, one other you know, thing well i remember kj ray mysterio and austin theory had a good match yeah yeah it, what's again, right what happened last year let's <laughs> let's find out right, okay Sa- sasha and naomi defeated rhea ripley and Liv morgan in a match okay oh yeah okay. 11 rhea were the tag tag team then weren't they i remember that yeah um Seth, uh, so Seth came out to shake Cody's hand at the start of Raw and Cody spoke about his dad so there was that um as you said Ezekiel returned and confronted Kevin Owens so there was that um we saw Veer Mahan debuting oh yeah the big moment big and, Veer that was that <laughs> He squashed Dominic Mysterio after after Miz squashed Dominic Mysterio oh my god why do I not remember this? Um, Bianca Belair had like this massive swollen eye. Well, you're actually uh, you're you're younger than Bianca Belair, right? <laughs> I, dude, I was fucking gobsmacked. I can't believe she's 34. No way, she's 34. How the fuck is this woman 34? She does not black look don't a crack, fucking babe. day. Black don't crack. This is this is not even fucking black don't cracking. This is black no no moving. This exactly. is like she black. looks so she, good. She the, swear, she is. I thought she was twenty five. She is. She's doing it right. We're all doing it wrong. She's the one that's doing it right. I thought she was twenty five years old, Ollie. 
she's fucking gorgeous. Wow. Oh, another win actually for this week's Raw was we got the showdown between Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, the two champions, teasing yes. like a big match. I'm thinking like SummerSlam or maybe even WrestleMania next year. These two are going to have a oh, banger a, of a match. That's a WrestleMania match. Yeah. That's a fucking so WrestleMania match. We didn't get that last year. That was brilliant. And uh, honestly, they're they're booking both of these girls really well. I want to see like a Shawn Michaels Undertaker kind of thing where, you know, uh, one of them has to like sort of chase the other one for a match. Uh, I, I'd like to see like a build towards that, you know, have have a have a really good build. Um, Braun Breaker defeated Dolph Ziggler for the NXT championship. Um, MVP turned on Bobby Lashley. Big that moment. was fucking I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The Usos and Austin Theory defeated RK Bro, and guess who RK Bro's partner was? This is so random. Uh, <laughs> last year. Yeah, this this guy was was on WrestleMania. He wrestled at WrestleMania in a singles match, like like in a one on one competition. Not AJ Styles. This past rest this WrestleMania. Oh, this WrestleMania. Yeah, this one. Finn Balor. Who? Yeah, Finn Balor. Fucking <laughs> what? So random. <laughs> um, Edge and Damian Priest were there. Uh, Street Profits defeated Alpha Academy in a Texas Tornado match. Oh wow! It well, says... it was it's because it was in Texas, right? Yeah. Um, and then Roman Reigns appeared, and that was it. That was it. Uh, so I feel like and, and, okay. Check this out. Yeah. Right. Right. The last sentence on this article says. One of the most nothing happening Raw after Mania I can ever recall. Exactly, and this on this show is. I can list five. <laughs> I can list five things from Monday night that were big. Riddle returned. Oh. Brock Lesnar turned on Cody. Roman Reigns was there. Like, there's so much stuff. The the showdown between Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, the Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory match, the Bad Bunny thing. This wasn't a shit Raw. It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, it didn't have a lot of wrestling, but I didn't want wrestling after watching it all weekend. Yeah, I, I, you know, I never thought of it that way. I never thought of it like, I, yeah, I just had like WrestleMania where it was all wrestling, you know? And and even the angle ended up in a match with Snoop Dogg fucking doing the people's elbow. Exactly. So. The, the, pop, <laughs> the pop of the year. The pop. <laughs> 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 it was fucking great. Um,. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that that was uh, I did love. I will say when Triple H was like, you know, you have to acknowledge this man, and and then he says, "You're WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion." Takes a pause. Everyone starts booing, and Triple H is holding back the biggest shit eating grin. <laughs> he's he's got he's holding because he's like, oh yes, he's like so yes. happy. Yes, we've turned he's, it nuclear. Yes, yes. Oh, it's so good. And then and then he introduces Roman Reigns. That was fucking great. I loved it. Uh, he did the same. He introduced Rhea Ripley on SmackDown, which I love. You know, show give her the importance as well. Love that. And also, um, KJ, now everyone said, oh, Vince is back. Vince wasn't a SmackDown. So I think he was just yeah. there doing it because he was in town. Yeah, you know. Uh, hey, look, people complain. People complain, you know, but... Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst. Uh, it really that's, wasn't. That's for sure. Um, so yeah. So uh, how how do you feel about the whole Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes? Because to me, I think this is fucking great. Yeah. I, I I I love this story. 
Um, you know, Cody Rhodes is on Raw tonight. He's going to be talking about, uh, fuck, I don't know. You know, uh, is he going to be like, hey, Brock? <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, my dad was in the same room as Brock Lesnar. I really uh, hope that uh, he's like super banged up and he's really selling the injuries. Hey, I, I do appreciate that he came out on Raw holding his ribs. You know, yeah. I, I, I think that was a great touch. To be fair, though. To get a baby face over, they have to go through adversity. And you're right. You you did say he did, he went through no adversity to get that that main event at WrestleMania. He walked mm-hmm. into number thirty, won the Royal Rumble, and then had and then just walked straight into WrestleMania. He he needs to go through the journey before he can yeah. get to the mountaintop. Hey, if if Cody Rhodes ends up wrestling Wrestle uh, Roman Reigns at next year's WrestleMania. There will be very few baby faces as over as him. I promise you that. Mm. I can, I can, I fucking bet. I don't have any proper possessions anymore. But if I did, I'd bet whatever I had. Make well, my rock, girlfriend. I bet my girlfriend. Oh, you, yeah. Okay. Well, in the Middle East, you do or not? Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, G. It's true. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? <laughs> that's actually yeah because yeah, uh, Meltzer said in the newsletter this week that The Rock is not confirmed for Wrestlemania 40 <laughs> fuck it we don't need The Rock we don't Honestly, need The Rock like, like I, I'd love again I, I'm just gonna say this again I would love to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns I think that story would be amazing Babe, can I ask you but... a question though C- can they keep the bloodline going for another year that is gonna be so hard that, so they're, they're already doing it right like so the whole Jey Uso Solo Sokoa that little thing with Sami Zayn where Sami wants to talk to Jay, it's still kind of going, and I like that. I like that WrestleMania, because it seems so much more realistic, right? Like, WrestleMania is the culmination of all stories, but this is no, this is more than a story, right? It's it's like, I can't just, like, if WrestleMania happened, we had a match, but I can't forget the bond I had with this guy, you know? And Jay Uso could be a fucking huge star in WWE through this story. Because you see Solo Sokoa is like fucking eyeballing him the whole time. He's like, I- I'm going to fucking drop you one of these days. I don't care if well, you're my brother. Well, also, also, KO got injured on SmackDown, right? And I think, yeah. if you re- do you remember before WrestleMania, he got like a bit of a knee, banged up knee at a house show? Okay. And the chat is that he was working through some stuff to get to WrestleMania. So he's he's taking some time off to, okay. to heal up. Um. So that there's another crease in the story, and and they had that thing on SmackDown where, uh, Sammy wanted to go and talk to Jay because he still sees the good in Jay, even though Jay turned on him, and even though you know Jay hates him, but he thinks he can get through to him, and that's a that's a nice crease that they're they're keeping imagine, going. Imagine, imagine like about four months, they managed to switch like Kevin Owens and Jay Uso's positions, and. Jay Uso ends up t- tag team with Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens joins the Bloodline. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're no one also, see that coming. They're also doing that thing where Roman is being a little bit too bossy to Solo, and Solo is getting more and more pissed off. And Does it, it it's, feel it's that way? Slow, I think it's a slow burn, and I think eventually it's going to get to a point where Solo is going to snap. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Because when when Jay Uso grabs Solo Sikoa's arm on SmackDown, the pop. You're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. but then, you know, Jey Uso gives a super kick and stuff. So, so I like that. I, I still like that the story's going on. I don't mind it. I don't think it's done yet. I've been fucking like fighting with people on Twitter because people are fucking 
cunts on on social media <laughs> and because I enjoyed Cody Rhodes losing or rather no I didn't enjoy Cody Rhodes losing but I enjoyed Roman Reigns retaining the title apparently I'm I'm a dickhead for that you know cuz the wrestling storyline didn't go oh, the way the they worst, wanted the worst chat I've read online is oh now Cody Rhodes the Lex Lugerdom no they didn't no they didn't they didn't Lex Lugerdom shut up who's Who's this fucking idiot who hasn't watched wrestling, like, ever and has an opinion? Like, why Why the fuck do people just immediately jump? They're like, oh, now another year of Roman. What was wrong with Roman this last year? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, but WWE is the most profitable it's ever been. Like, <laughs> they just got bought by Endeavor because they're so valuable. And who's on, this- who's on top? Roman Reigns and everyone fucking loves it he sells out buildings he increases ticket sales he's he's a big deal there there was this one guy who who goes to who sees my thing he's like oh another one of those wannabe podcast failed wannabe podcasters uh bootlicking WWE right he said that to you yeah and I was I was in a bad mood your podcast is such a failure yeah yeah, okay. so yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And then what he did was he saw he saw all the handles in my bio, and he like he he basically like took screenshots and he's like, la 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 la. All those pages are dead because like either I don't because I don't do roped in podcasts anymore. Um, I don't work on the socials of uh, KJAZ Super Crazies. Uh, the roasty toasty ITR we never used it. So he posted those three right, and I was like, oh, you've conveniently left out the inside the ropes one which has over 34,000 followers and is one of the biggest fucking podcasting networks in the world. So I, I like how you just conveniently left that out. Yeah. This, guy, this yeah. guy was like... Regularly, regularly in, the, in the top 20, uh, where 15 of those are all wrestler podcasts, we are yeah. we are up there. So yeah. And it's also so, like the... Fu- <laughs> we were like, us and Colt Cabana were the first yeah. podcast. Like, exactly so, so failed so, we have ad partners okay. now oh it's a failure yeah. oh, <laughs> what a failure I hate Twitter, oh, man. No. such a cesspool it is it is and I, I bid for it that day I shouldn't have I was, I was fucking two hours just fucking like angry replying who was people. the guy yeah. you were like fight. I can't remember what it was now I'm getting off, off. let's talk about wrestling it doesn't matter yeah, yeah let's talk about wrestling <laughs> it doesn't matter but um, yeah so uh, let's let's we've, we've given WWE a lot of attention Ollie and I think we kind of need to divert our attention a little bit over to the other side of you know north american wrestling let's say aew ollie uh aew has been having some interesting shows and uh, a lot of major announcements okay before uh, you get to the major announcement how, how long have we got uh, left? 10 minutes oh, okay yeah because yeah. we'll talk about the major can we talk about the major announcement after we talk about mjf Okay, sure. Because sure. I loved the MGF segment. I so fucking loved it. Pennies from Heaven, fucking amazing. That uh, who knew that this guy is a fucking little ball of everything he's so to good. ever do. He's so charismatic in, in the world of entertainment. He's like amazing. this guy can, can fucking sing, do it all. He can dance. He can act. He can wrestle. He's handsome. <laughs> This guy is so fucking supremely talented. And he's, what, 25? 25 years old? I think he's 26 now, but still. Oh, I mean, still, Ollie. That is fucking... That is unfair. So much talent in one fucking man. 
just incredible to see, man. Wow. Uh, it was fucking great. The the guy, the whoever, that mayor of whatever the fuck, Staten Island or whoever, whatever Oyster he was, Bay. was Oyster Bay. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy got booed out of the oh, fucking building. Him, I don't they? know what he did. Well, his name was but Joseph he was like Saldino. A... Joseph Saldino, he was the town supervisor. What a fucking character that guy was. Hey, <laughs> come on. Come hey, on, the key. To... We gotta make the key bigger for you, MJF. Yeah, we 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 gotta we gotta. And MJF's key, he can't get a fucking word in. You know, he's such a fucking character. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Come on, I'm here. I'm just here to to present the key. We made the key bigger. Personal favorite part was when MJF is like, can we turn this mic up so I don't have to hunch over like an idiot? He said he used the word schmuck. Schmuck was a schmuck. He used right? the word schmuck. I can't get. I I can't pull off schmuck. I can't say it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to bend over like a schmuck. <laughs> this is great. Um, no, I fucking loved it. MJF, everything he does touches to gold. Uh, everything he touches turns to gold. Uh, just, some would just say, KJ, he has the Midas touch. Uh, you could, some some could say that, and they, though some would be right. Some could but, say uh, he is a modern day alchemist. Oh, and are they saying that? Some some may. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think it's just, it's so much fun to watch this guy on TV. Uh, even when he was talking about ADD and he got an ADD chant, never fucking heard that in my life. Yeah. I uh, love it when he's... he said, this isn't a, this isn't a, a, a villain's origin story. This is real. Yeah. Life. I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. line. <laughs> uh, he talked about his teacher, Mrs. Benedict. What a and, bitch. and he said, don't be a stupid bitch. Like Mrs. Benedict. That was fucking great. <laughs> uh just everything he did man was so good uh jungle boy you know the the whole thing with jungle boy was fun as well i, I didn't think it was like overly done sammy Guevara coming out kind of like i don't know like it, it, what what was he i can't tell i can't tell if he's trying to be a baby face or, or a i heel. think i think like i've not watched it but i heard Meltzer talk about the reality show and on the reality show he's baby face so I think that they're thinking because he's a babyface on that, then fans will watch it and they might cheer him. Um, not in Long Island, because he he Island. ended up course, dissing Long Island, Island at the end of his promo. Yeah, because MJF's a babyface in Long Island. What I will say is yeah. though, it, it just shows like the start of AEW. They're like, oh, these guys are the four pillars, and it's MJF, Jungle Boy, uh, Darby Allen, and Guevara. Sammy Guevara. None of those guys are on the same level as MJF. They've all been yeah. in the company the exact same amount of time. They've all, yeah. they've, none of them have really been out with an injury. They've all been there. They've all been going. And MGF is the cream that's rise to the top. Exactly. And like that, that's just the talent disparity, right? Like MGF is just that damn good. And I'm not saying those guys are all really good wrestlers. All in their own hey. unique way. Sammy Guevara is spectacular. Jungle Boy is like really good too. Darby Allen, the crazy shit that he does, they're all spectacular wrestlers. MJF's probably the weakest wrestler out of them all, but he is still like fundamentally sound. And the fact that he has put so much time and effort into his character just shows I, you I how important even, character work is. I, I completely agree with that sentence. Yes, that that statement can't be more true. But uh, I, I would I would still say MJF and fucking uh, I don't know. I would say Darby Allen is probably the weakest wrestler because Darby Allen's he's basically a stuntman. Yeah. You know? Like, I love every match of Darby Allen. I've glued, 
right? Like I can't I can't look away because this guy's gonna do some fucking crazy shit. And for me, like this is this is my dream match. Darby Allen versus Brock Lesnar. That's my yeah, you fucking said that dream before, match. Yeah. Like I wanna watch that match so fucking bad. And and I think MGF like fucking can keep up with the best of the best, man. He's so fucking talented. He's so good at everything he does, man. He's such a good overall all rounded wrestler in, in every aspect. And and, and I think you know I you think... know as well, babe, that he's got this amazing baby face run in him. He can have it. He's is there. Sure. Like he will at one point in his career and he will be so over as a baby face. And and yeah, because I mean even Piper turn babyface at some point you know what i mean like that if, if roddy piper could turn fucking see these comparisons to piper he's he's sorry but he's way better than piper i mean piper was huge back in the day as a heel i mean he played the fucking he went in front of an all mexican crowd and said i'm gonna play the national anthem on my bagpipes and played la cucaracha that is some fucking amazing Pi- heat. but think about this piper right he done his stuff but not when he was 26. That's why I'm saying MGF is better because I'm looking at like the whole overarching story yeah, of MGF. Yeah, uh, that's fair. In like 10 years time, think about how good MGF's going to be when he's 36. When Cody Rhodes is 36 and he is just hitting his prime. Randy Orton hit his prime in 30s at 30s th- mid 30s. Roman Reigns is mid 30s, he's hitting his prime. MGF hasn't yeah. even hit his prime yet and he's better than everyone. That's why I'm saying he's better yeah. than Piper. I guess yeah. I guess you're 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 projecting that he will be better, and I could see yeah. that. I could see that as a thing. Uh, we have about under about under four minutes, Ali. Let's let's talk about some of the bad. If you tell me that fucking Tony Khan announcing Wembley Stadium is a major announcement, I'm gonna fucking slap you Look, okay, the back right. of my dirty it's hand. It's a major announcement. It is a major announcement, but it doesn't For... it doesn't affect everyone. Which I think is precisely so. Yeah. It's so to me that's a big announcement. It's a big announcement. Good for you, AEW. You're announcing a big thing. It's not a fucking major announcement. A major announcement changes the landscape of the fucking company. This is not changing jack shit for me. I'm sitting here watching. I'm not even in the U.S. But imagine what the majority of the fans are in the U.S. What are the U.S. fans thinking? Like, what the fuck is this? You know, on the same show you have Jay Blade, not Jay Blade. Sorry, Jay Blade's a wrestler you're into by. You had <laughs> Jay White. Um, debut what a lackluster debut that was and and what the fuck was that like so first of all juice robinson's already standing in the ring right so i was like why'd they cut his entrance that doesn't make sense okay cool ricky starks comes out and he's walking to the ring and then some music hits i can't even hear the music clearly and it's the bullet club theme song which i i'm not even entirely sure what that is and then jay white comes out i was like what the fuck what okay that's kind of cool and then they beat him down he fights back ricky starks fights back and and then these guys stand tall and and then he leaves like it was so poorly done why yeah. did you do it that way yeah it, he, so he was the hottest free agent going right now and that yes. could have been a big moment and it just wasn't it was like seg one russia type thing so when so when i watched that, i was like oh so jay white is the major announcement okay that makes sense Jay White is a big deal. Former IWGP heavyweight champion Jay White is a big fucking deal. That is a major announcement. Nope. Wembley Stadium. What? I mean, I mean it is a major announcement. It is, it's, it's a bold announcement. I wouldn't say it was a major announcement. It's a big announcement. 
big, yeah. Is if yeah. if they well, we'll talk about it in potluck since someone asked the question. But if they're able okay. to fill that, that that will be it'll look huge. It'll it'll make them like seem big time. I mean, we'll, we'll I talk have some about reservations about it, but we'll talk about it in potluck. But we'll talk about it in just a second. But yeah, <laughs> Matt Hardy has turned again. What? Uh, he's 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 trying to beat the Big Show's record. That's what's happening. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Big Show's like fucking booking his stuff. Uh, and then and then <laughs> you've got uh, Blackpool Combat Club beats like three fucking nobodies. Uh, yeah, who didn't even who have were names. they? They didn't even have fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? And then Danielson cuts a promo after Hangman Adam Page comes out, gets his ass beat. Um, did he? Did he try and shit on WrestleMania? He he did a little bit, and it's like you can I tell can, that he didn't really want to. I, I I don't know. I couldn't really tell. Um, FTR. We have twenty seconds. FTR winning the titles was great. You know, yeah. I didn't expect that, but the way they won it with the fucking double roll up that was strange. Um, and and yeah, uh, ten seconds, Ollie. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, it was it was good, but you know there was, was parts of dynamite that were really good. There were parts that were very yeah. strange. I wouldn't leave my kids next to Vince McMahon. I'll say that. <laughs> Times up, bitches. Oh, um, yeah, we're we're not done, Ollie. Just like Logan Paul, who is not done with WWE. We're not done with this podcast because we still have a little bit of the potluck. Ooh, potluck. All right, we've got three questions from Stephen Bradley, and we'll get to all of them. So, uh, Stephen Bradley, in your honest opinion, was last Monday's Raw one of the worst ever? Uh, We've expanded on that. Uh, We don't think it was the worst Raw ever. We said the one last year was way worse. Uh, But I I will say that Matt Riddle returning... It's just so flat. Matt Riddle returning in his underwear... Yeah, what the fuck? He's so, just—he's just like uh, when you read the, into his personal life, he's a creepy dude. He's strange. He's a fucking strange cat. Um, I would have only cared about R- R- Matt Riddle's return if Randy Orton was was accompanying. Yeah, him. That's, all that that's chat about me. Randy being in town and then he wasn't there. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I I kept that information really far from G because she her favorite wrestler is Randy Orton. So I was like, I want her to get like a big surprise, but he never showed up. So a bit disappointing. Um, and yeah, Matt Riddle coming back. Oh, actually, Neve, Neve, N-E-V-E. Is that sure. Neve? Sure. Neve Wood uh, says yes, because Matt Riddle came back and Stephen said yes. Fair. Uh, Bradley also asks, uh, also, again, in your opinion, do you think Vince will be will still be running WWE by the start of 2024? Um, actually, how, how does that thing in the start go? Uh, then, now, forever, together. That's Vince's motto for life. He's the he's, only, the only way Vince is not going to be involved in WWE is if he dies. That's it. The only he's way. He's not dying. That's the problem. He's not going to die. Nothing can kill him. Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing that's dying is his fucking hair, which I want to know what uh, the fuck he used for that. He doesn't look 80 
Anyway. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just so funny, the picture that you posted. Oh, so I just lo I love mustache. I hate Vince McMahon. He's a piece of shit, right? But uh -huh. I love mustache Vince. As a, <laughs> I want that mustache Vince as a character on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's got like an evil laugh and he like his, his eyes are so small and it's like everything is so strange Every, it looks like a child made him you know he looks like, like Walt like, Disney KJ he looks like a buff Walt Disney he does no he does yeah you're absolutely right um, and Stephen's last question is uh, all in London over or under 55,000 people uh, you go first so, 25,000 people registered for pre-sale or whatever. So, you've got to imagine that, say, at the average three tickets per person. Okay. Right? I'm asking you to do this math for me, by the way. Maths for me. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 25,000 people, and then you're times that by three because, say, on average, people buy between two and four tickets, right? So, what's okay. 25,000 <laughs> times three? 75,000. 75,000, right? Yeah. That I I think I think that's doable. I I I don't think so. Because 75 what, what, a, what they'll probably do is what they'll probably do is now the thing is people go oh well WWE didn't get that in Cardiff, but WWE in Cardiff was very highly priced, right? Yeah. They yeah. like WWE's model is they charge a fuckload of money for tickets and they only get cheaper days before the event. That's that's how they work. AEW yeah. could probably get like floor seats, charge a lot for floor seats because you're gonna get you're gonna get like three thousand, four thousand uh, diehard fans who are gonna pay like hundreds and hundreds of pounds for the floor seats. But Wembley's a big stadium, right? So as to fill it, they're probably gonna have really cheap tickets. Like if if say you're say you're you're a family and your son or your daughter likes wrestling, you're and you can get tickets for twenty pounds each. You're gonna take them because it's a big spectacle for them, right? Whereas WWE, if your kids like WWE, you're not gonna pay seventy five pounds a ticket for your little boy and your your daughter and your wife or your uncle Tommy or whatever it is. Like you're not gonna pay that because it's hundreds and hundreds of pounds. But if, if you can get like a family of four tickets for like a hundred and ten pounds, that's a bargain. So I think like that should be the tactic to fill. Maybe not as much as seventy five thousand. But I would say definitely over 50,000 will, will be in attendance if they go with that ticketing model. 110. So so you're telling me that 110 pounds for four people would be would be the the how much um, what's the name? How much uh, Tony Khan charges for for tickets at Wembley? Well, I mean, if you it cost them 400,000 pounds to rent it out, right? Is it? So, yeah, it's four hundred thousand pounds to rent at Wembley. That's what was in the the Observer newsletter. So, so, so you're telling me that 28, gonna... 28 pounds per ticket in Wembley? No if fucking you, chance. If you get, if you get, you they gotta fill it some way. How how else are they gonna fill it? They can't go WWE's model and fill it. They're never gonna fill it. There's way too many people, and they're not gonna uh, definitely not. Money. Definitely not. But definitely like, not. But, but I don't think the tickets are gonna be that cheap. I think they, they will. Like, way up high, I think you're going to get super cheap seats. I think that's sure, how you're going to fill it. Sure, sure. Way, way up high for sure. But to me, 
Wembley. So Wembley has eighty thousand capacity, correct? Ninety. Or is it more? Ninety. Ninety. So how much are they tarping off? So that that's ninety. Is that ninety with the football pitch set up? Because if it's not, then it's way over. Is that ninety with so, like a ring so set up? Because I know that Tyson Fury's fighting. Wembley's in it, in football. It. Yeah, but I know that Tyson Fury's fighting in it. Um, soon. Yeah. And so it, Wembley's football capacity is ninety thousand. Okay, right? so it's more than that so, then. So, no, it will be less. You tarp off so much. You cover the whole back, right? You have to cover that entire portion. So at Clash, at Clash at the, the Castle, it wasn't a full stadium. Like the like mm-hmm. a full section of the stadium was nothing. It was production, yeah, which is normal, yeah. Because because hard cam area, you will never have people sitting there. No, it wasn't even hard cam. It was like half. I wouldn't say half. I would say like three quarters of it was just there was nothing, and it was like so like okay. so like where the hard cam was, there was a big stage set up. There was like a VIP bit. And then there was okay. like a whole a whole back arch was was empty. What was the name of the stadium? Principality Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Cardiff. So the attendance for WWE was sixty two thousand, as reported by WWE. Let's what was, was the real the real attendance though? Uh, I'm not sure. Dave Meltzer would have that right. So it just says sixty two thousand on on Wikipedia. Capacity seventy four thousand. So so they've covered off a big chunk of it. And I'm sure a lot of people, there were empty seats. I'm sure of it. So uh, my my thinking is, if, if AEW's running Wembley Stadium, I don't think they're going to have... Because people are... There's a lot of people that aren't wrestling fans. They're WWE fans, you know? A lot of the kids, want, they watch WWE because they know John Cena or, you know, your Ricochet or Roman Reigns. They, they, they like these guys. AEW is more for a hardcore wrestling fan where it's like, I love wrestling. I love watching professional wrestling. I've been watching New Japan but, for so many years. But KJ, and there's so many people that are AEW, not going to go. AEW gets better ratings in the UK than WWE because it's on ITV. So more people watch AEW as their main wrestling in the UK than they do WWE because it's on BT and they have to pay for it. Right. But there's also, look, London's not cheap either, right? Like Wales was expensive. London's quite expensive as well. You know, I've lived there, uh, so uh, I, I mean, you don't need well, to you, live there to know, but it's just like yeah, a but you get really a lot of people that, that are just driving in for the show. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then you know, you've also got people that... also got people from Europe who definitely make the trip because it's, and it's yeah. cheap to get a flight to London. So you got people in Germany love wrestling, Spain, France, Italy, all those places, um, the Netherlands. Sure. They're all going to come yeah. over. They'll probably make up about five thousand people. I I genuinely think they'll get about fifty-five to sixty thousand. I think they're going to be under. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna venture a guess and say they're gonna have it under. I, I, I'm predicting about forty to forty-five, because even some of the shows in AEW right now in America, they're quite empty, and I, I'm starting to feel like the people who transition from WWE into AEW are start. They're losing interest because it's not well, here's, for here's them. Here's a question: anymore. If they get CM Punk back then they will they will hit that target if they they've got to pull out all the big guns they've got to do like sting's retirement match like if you get bret hart to appear at wembley stadium and after after SummerSlam 92 that would be tremendous people would love that you've got to get cm punk back you've got to have him in a big high profile match you've got to have kenny omega having a high profile match you've got to get like new japan guys involved you've got to 
bring in Goldberg. Like anyone that you can that has any name value, you've got to get them involved to get that that number up. And I I have every faith in them, and I hope that they hope that they do it. I personally, I I I, I think that's a great model. I don't think they're going to do all those things because for them, it's like, sure, we're running a show in the UK, but we're not going to like fucking go all guns blazing. You know what I mean? It is all in though. So I think think the fact that it's called all in, the fact that it's their first major stadium show, the fact that it's their UK and Europe debut, I think Tony Khan's going to go. And also Tony Khan lived in England for a lot of time. Like it's his home away from home. I feel like he's going to do everything in his power to, to get butts in, in that stadium whether it's and I think he's going to charge he's going to charge like not a lot for for the the cheap the cheaper seats I think he's going to make it really affordable for families I think to get close you're going to have to pay like normal prices but I think to fill the stadium he's, ne- he's never in a million years getting 90,000 people no chance in hell but 55,000 I, I think that's Stephen Bradley's over under I think about that about that 55-ish. I think I think we get Clint Dempsey singing Bye Bye Miss American Pie at the end of the show. Well, no, it'll be, um, it'll Clint, be... Clint um, Dempsey. God Save the King. <laughs> Clint Dempsey was a former former Fulham FC player. Oh, was so. it? Right. <laughs> Over my head. But surely yeah, it'll be God Save the King that will be, be getting sang. If they, if they even sang oh, anything, yeah. that's just a WWE thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I... I, I I, I, look, I want the show to succeed. I do. I definitely do. But I hope it succeeds in the type of wrestling that I like. And I'm scared that it won't. If 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 they have like New Japan wrestlers coming in, you know, they've maybe Naito. To, like, they, I know they've Naito got to or... though because they've got to attract all types. It's got to be one of these like shows with everything on it. They've got to have a bit of everything to get everyone in. Yeah, but, but the problem is if they think... If they think of something like the Forbidden Door card and they try and replicate that, that doesn't interest me. I don't right? think they'll like, do that because they've got to appeal to British fans and lapsed fans. They've got to appeal to people who like wrestling, maybe are not like super fans, but see that it's on at Wembley and there's going to be like big names there and they're going to be like, oh man, do you know, actually, it's not that expensive. We're, we're going we're gonna to go. Do you want to go? Sure. Like, either way, right? It's a really good time to be a wrestling fan in Britain this summer because we've got AEW Stadium Show and Money in the Bank. It's pretty awesome. Does does um, does CM Punk return for this or not? He has to. I don't see any other way that they're going to get the numbers that they want with what John Mo- Moxley like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Maxley. If you built up, right, if you got CM Punk back and you built up FTR versus the Elite as the main event of that show. No chance. If you managed to pull it off, Tony Khan, that would get the numbers. It wouldn't sell out, but it would get big numbers if that is the main event. CM Punk, like, because that is the biggest thing or the biggest, like, backstage thing in wrestling was last year was that fucking press conference. There's no way CM Punk's working with them. No way. He's and he's gone taking a shot at John Moxley as well. I, I I don't see CM Punk wrestling anyone. Even MGF apparently is like you know unhappy with him. So I don't know. I I don't see CM Punk returning. It's a bold. For it's show. a bold move by Tony Khan. It is. It definitely is. Um, yeah. Let's see. I I, I don't think they're gonna make 55k. 
uh, all he does. So let's see. I'd like to be proven wrong. Damn. Uh, Oliver Drake, final question. Uh, if you could only go to Money in the Bank or All In, which would you go to? I'd probably say All In. Because All In I, has the potential of being I have, gigantic. I have tickets to Money in the Bank. So. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I, I, I would say All In purely because there's potential. Uh, and I, I don't think AEW likes to disappoint fans like WWE does sometimes. So I'd say All In because of that. All In will be a bigger spectacle, but you know, you know WWE will will put on a fucking killer of a show because because of All In. Yeah, but they're they're two months apart, so uh, today's today's audience doesn't fucking remember anything past. Also, like, you know week. that WWE are going to be so pissed off that uh, they're running Wembley. They're going to be so pissed off, and they're going to come back to the UK and r- run an even bigger show. So, as I say, I mean, it's a good time to be a, a wrestling fan in the UK because because of the, the the turf war, shall we say? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 100%. Can you imagine if it's like Endeavor weekend and it's like. Endeavor. On Friday night it's SmackDown. On Saturday night it's the UFC. And on Sunday night it's Survivor Series. I don't know, like something. <laughs> and it'd be like, <laughs> it's gonna be fucking great. Uh, that that's for sure. But I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. How it goes. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued and and excited. In in three months we'll have our answers. Uh, that's that's all of the potluck we have for you guys today um if you enjoyed this podcast please do check out our patreon itrwrestling.com forward slash patreon uh we've got the pod of thunder up over on our patreon check it out um we also have wrestling roast merch for a limited time only shop.itrwrestling.com get your merch today like Roy McNellis, Anthony Fitzpatrick, and Lazy Penis. So, yeah. Uh, ITRWrestling.com forward slash YouTube. Tons of interviews. Check out our Clips channel, ITR Clips. Uh, follow us at Inside underscore the ropes on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and ITRWrestling.com forward slash Facebook. And remember, ITRWrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available, along with Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jen Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Bandicoot Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Jericho, Mackenzie Mitchell, Mickey James Araya, and Booker T, say it with me. A plethora of news. Oh my god, that's a plethora of new world order. New world order. Uh, is also available. Just go to itrwrestling.com. Inside the Ropes magazine is also available. Ships worldwide. Just go to insidetheropesmagazine.com and order your copy today. You can smack our asses like a drum. Smack my ass like a drum. Over on our socials at Ollie. Also me at that KJ guy. So that's it from us this week, folks. We'll be back next week with more developments in different things. Does Trish Stratus turn heel? Possibly. We'll find out tonight. And see how that goes. I don't know. Um, yeah, Ollie, one thing left to say to you, and that is bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.